So just tune in now as you work or drive And clue yourself in, give a mental high five And as we said, Maddie's gonna talk about Jason Momoa If we're lucky Well, welcome back to the My Brain is Exploding podcast. I'm Maddie. I'm Dan. And we have Isaac on today, my brother. Hello. <laughs> you have Hello. a good radio voice. That, that <laughs> sounded nice. Hello. <laughs> How was everybody's weeks this week? It's good. <laughs> cold. Mine was cold. Cold. Out there on roofs all the time. Yep. <clears throat> it's colder up there. That whole heat rises thing is just a lie. Well, heat rise, but wind also comes up <laughs> that way too, so. <laughs> it's That's windy. True. My week was pretty boring. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just happy mine's done and I'm like, I don't want the next one to start. It starts pretty soon. It's starting soon. <laughs> We've only got a few hours left. It's true. That's true. Well, <clears throat> Isaac, I think since you're the guest, then we should start with you. What What did you learn this week? I learned that wind chill doesn't affect objects. <laughs> it's true. It, it only affects people and animals. It doesn't affect objects. It doesn't make them any colder. I thought you were just making fun of <laughs> my comment earlier, so it's like, well played, sir. But no, that's, no. that's a true statement. I, I had not thought about that. That's weird. Yeah. And, it, and exposed skin starts to freeze at negative 25. Ah. Getting into what the facts this week. I like it. It was cold mm. this week. It was cold. It, it was cold. About what? how how cold was it while you were working, Isaac, for everyone listening? Um, the coldest was probably like negative 10 with the wind. Oh. Yeah, I was in I was in a sixty five to seventy degree house. It was nice. Yeah, <laughs> Feel bad for you. I know, it's a hard See, not life. And I have the problem where at work, I'm inside, so I I feel for you, Isaac. You definitely went on the on that that note. But at work, when it's really cold outside, they blast the heater, so then it's like ninety degrees inside the building. So you're sweating because you dress to walk from your car or whatever 
and it's freezing. So you're like completely bundled up, look like an Eskimo. Then you get inside and you like need to be dressed for Hawaii. Yeah, that's almost worse. So it's like torture because you're like cold, hot, cold, hot. And then like some of the girls in the office are colder. So they have heaters going. So you go stand by their desk and it's even hotter. Why? What did you learn this week, Dylan? Um, that's a great question. I know I learned some things, but I literally, I was even so desperate this week because I didn't want to pull another, I didn't learn something. I know I learned stuff this week, <laughs> but I couldn't think of anything that felt noteworthy, especially after Isaac's <laughs> throwing down the facts. But I learned something. It's just still processing, apparently. So I'll catch you next week. <laughs> Yeah, I feel the same way. I was going to say, what did you learn? Did you learn something cool? I'm sure I learned a lot. Well, <laughs> I I chose um, a pretty general statement about, I just like, I'm learning a lot about myself through therapy. Like, so myself in general, that's what I'm learning. Like, um, I'm learning that I analyze everything. I, Isaac's probably nodding. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> You're my no, sister. I, I do too. Psycho! I do too. <laughs> um, everything, how people re- are reacting to me, how I react to things. I go back in situations and I analyze everybody in that situation. It's like, I'm like, wow, to think about me do- like doing it in the moment is not exhausting, but to think about it is so exhausting. That's like some Inception stuff right there. You're like thinking about thinking about lots of things. Yeah. What? Do you, how do you analyze people, Isaac? Well, I just don't. I don't talk very much when I'm around a lot of people, and that's mainly what I end up doing is observing or analyzing everything. How did that come about in your therapy? Um. Because I'm so worried about what other people think of me. And, and, and I'm like, he said, there's nothing wrong with, with analyzing, you know, yourself and others, but it's when you base your worth off of what, of what others think of you, that's not healthy <laughs> because your worth doesn't matter what other people think of you. It doesn't matter. <clears throat> It's what I think of myself. So I'm trying to break that, but it's very hard. I've got years of doing that. But, Interesting. Um, yeah. So, Isaac, you're our guest. You're my little brother. Yep. Um, me and Dylan know a lot about you, but tell us about yourself. Well, my name is Isaac. Um, I'm 22 years old. I drive a crane truck for a living, and I work on roofs every day. That's why I mentioned it was cold this last week. Yep. Um, I'm married. I've been married for three years. Um, uh, Dylan is my sister-in-law. 
So my wife and her husband are brother and sister. Yep. Um, I don't think we've ever mentioned that on the podcast. Nope. We do mention our sister-in-law, but we never mention how we share a sister-in-law. Yep. I'm married to the sister-in-law. <laughs> you are. Who's like one of the coolest ladies, right? Yep, she is. <laughs> you like her. That's good. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> And I don't know, that's really, there's not really much about me. Wow, nothing about your kids. They're going to take offense at that. That's true. I got two dogs. <laughs> a black lab that's almost five. Her name's Oakley. And then we just got a new puppy. Her name is Annan. And she's an Australian Shepherd. She's cute. They're both adorable. They're both very cute. I was I was there when we got your Oakley. Me and Dylan actually drove your wife to go pick her up for you. Yep, I wasn't there. <laughs> nope. I forget, Isaac. Did you know that you were getting a puppy? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It was kind of a it was planned for a while, a couple of weeks, because we went and looked at it beforehand and looked at her beforehand. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I remember going there to to pick her out with them, and then and then we went up a few weeks later to get her. Yeah, pretty much all I remember was because I I was driving and I just remember holding, like wanting to hold her the whole way back when I was driving. <laughs> so then we stopped for food and I just got older. That's why I couldn't remember if it was a surprise or not because all I remember was just a cute little fluff ball. Yeah, where were you? Because you were out of town. Me and. Shim had to stay in, stay in your room with her because <laughs> uh, our apartment yeah. didn't allow pets. So we had to stay at mom and dad's house and take care of her for like two nights. Yeah, I was, I was on like a, a hiking trip for yeah. a day, a couple days. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, I tried to forget about it too. <laughs> the hiking trip? Yeah. <laughs> Is it that bad or well it was it was supposed to be a couple hours and a couple miles and it ended up being like nine hours and twenty miles later and then we had to hitchhike back to where we came from. Oh. And no one was prepared for that long. No one brought the right shoes for that long. It was pretty <laughs> it's pretty bad. Oh yeah. That sounds like my worst nightmare. It was pretty unfortunate. I don't even like. I mean, it was fun, but <laughs> it was beautiful. But not what you were planning on. I'd though. do it again if I was prepared. <laughs> prepared a little more. Excuse me. Was that the one with your friends, or is that the one with your uncle? My friends. Our our uncle, I should say. <laughs> My friends, yeah. You've done friends. a few. You've done a few things in your life. Yeah, I guess so. In your young little, little life. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I am your big sister. Yep, that's been I'm established. Older than you, I'm older than you by five and a half years. Yep. I'm bringing this up to segue, little little man. So. <laughs> It's your podcast. It's your podcast. You can do whatever We've you want. We've established 
You are my big sister. I just want that, you know, you're never going to forget not, it. I'm not you're your not... big sister. <laughs> right. I'm your little brother. I was saying what you... Okay. I was repeating it in your from your perspective, but whatever. Um, this is the perfect time to talk about our relationship. <laughs> brother <Yeah>. and sister. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, how do you feel it's going? It's been 22 years. Good. Overall, good. Uh-huh. I mean, it's been a roller coaster, no doubt. <laughs> it really has. Um, yeah, I feel like it's gotten better. Yeah, there. we are completely different people. Yep. You could say that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I can say it again. We're completely different people. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I am, um, how would you describe my personality, Isaac? Oh, how long do we have? <laughs> Can I just, for the record right here, say that this episode should be called Long Size by Isaac? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's half Isaac, my vocabulary. Isaac Size. <laughs> I don't know how to describe your personality. <laughs> That wasn't in the notes beforehand. I didn't have any time to think about ooh, that. Ooh, I threw you a curveball. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You're very caring. Wow. Awesome. Um, but, I mean, like you were talking about earlier, you do overanalyze things a lot. I do. And it's not always bad, but sometimes it is. <laughs> it and, is. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. You're very, very caring. Very caring person. Uh, yeah. So, I would Maddie, also how like, would you describe my personality? I would also like to say that I'm hilarious, but what? You know, whatever. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> I would describe your personality. You're very quiet. Um, like me, you're very opinionated. You keep a lot of those opinions to yourself, unlike me. I don't. I let everybody know what I think all the time. And that's one of our, the biggest differences between us. Um, you're fun. You're funny. Um, you've got a great sense of humor. That's. Yeah. I'm I think you're great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So you described me as caring, and mm-hmm. you would describe yourself as having an I don't care attitude. But I'd also describe <laughs> myself as caring. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> you you are caring. Yeah. Yeah. But um, sometimes I just don't care. Sometimes you're not. Most of the time. Most of the time I just don't care. I feel like there's certain times you care are caring. And there's certain times, most of the time, like you said, you don't. Yeah. Um, and that causes issues. Um, where do you have boundaries on what you don't care about and what you do care about? Where are your boundaries? Hmm. I would say that I stop caring 
I usually I start caring first. Like I I go from caring to not caring. I don't go from not caring at first. So I stop. I start not caring when it doesn't directly like affect my emotions. You could say. Mm-hmm. And I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, like you said, I'm quiet. So I feel like I don't. I come across as not caring when I actually do care. Because I just keep my opinions to myself. Yeah. I I would agree with that statement. I think um, a lot of times you just, it, it comes across like you do not care and it does not matter to you. And that's caused a lot of hurt to me over the years. <laughs> and other people, I'm sure. But I do know you. In, in your little cold heart, you do care sometimes. There's like a sliver left of red that's still beating. Yep. <laughs> or with like, <clears throat> I mean, it's things that I'm passionate about too. That's what I'll start caring about or keep yeah. caring about. What are some of your passions? Um, I like cars. I like computer stuff I'm I don't know just kind of electronic things cameras drones all that stuff stuff I have knowledge about that I, I do care about seems like so when I don't have all the knowledge of things and that's when I seem like I just don't really care yeah I we mentioned differences before. I think one of the biggest differences between us is things. You are very knowledgeable about things and things come so easy to you. You're a natural at so many things. Um, like you played the guitar for a little bit and you, I don't think you can read music, but you would play everything by ear. Mm-hmm. Learn everything by ear. And it was in like... An hour he would have a song down, Dylan. It was. Oh. I'm learning so much about you, I think. <laughs> it was insane. Whistling. He he wanted to know how to whistle. So he. Did you look at videos? or? Yeah, I watched you... a YouTube video. Yeah, whistling with your whistle. fingers. And he practiced for days, hours and hours of just. Yep. Oh, All hours was... of the night was so annoying (laughs) but because most of it was just breathing just loud breathing it wasn't (laughs) whistling yet so it It was was pretty bad it was is that how you got really good at the long size then like just i guess (laughs) or have you always been a sire um i don't know i guess it was probably when i started not caring oh (laughs) i i think he's always been a sire our dad is a big a big sigh guy also, I think I think but, it's like the trait of the men in our family. But our record. dad sighs out of disappointment. Oh. <laughs> Seems like. I don't feel like I don't feel like I sigh out of disappointment. I sigh like oh, oh boy, we're going this way. Okay. We're opening <laughs> this can of worms or whatever it is. What were 
you gonna say Dylan? Sorry, we cut you I, No, you're fine. I, I told you guys from the start, like, <laughs> this was gross this episode. I was gonna just let you guys chill. But I was laughing because I know that you affectionately and realistically, he's your little brother. But Isaac, how tall are you? I am 6'2". Okay, I was like, and you've been tall since I've really been friends with you. Yep. Before we were all married and related and all that fun stuff. <laughs> And I, I was like thinking, because quiet, quiet Isaac is what I know. And you like listen, because you and Calvin, my husband, are similar that way. Quiet guys, chill. So I like try to shut up because I'm an over talker, which I've learned recently is a bad thing. <laughs> so it's fun to like, I love though that you say little because it always cracks me up because I'm like, you're both way taller than me. So I am not little. Not little. But he will always be my little brother. Yes. But I just got this cute. And like, I'm I'm five eight and a half. In case anybody was wondering, <laughs> you're all tall. I'm only five six, so I'm not that much shorter than you. But no, I think when I'm with your whole family, I'm like I go stand by your mom instinctively because she's like closest to my height. Yeah, I think my mom is shorter than you. Is she? I don't know. I don't know how tall mom is. I don't know. I brought that up though because I was imagining six foot two Isaac whistling deep breaths and breathing deep, <laughs> and that made me giggle. I don't know how. Well, I was like twelve out at the time, so. Oh okay. I wasn't that. So he was like five ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've been six two since I was like sixteen. I've noticed I haven't grown at all. Yeah. Our is dad it? is six four. They say till like your guys are twenty five, they keep growing, right? You could have one burst. You've you have another years. six inch summer. Maybe. Whoa, that'd be interesting. That's almost too tall. <laughs> I feel six, like six eight? six eight is too tall. What's it's your like idea? It's like the Jolly Green Giant walking around if you're that tall. <laughs> Then you could become one of those internet people that just wears a GoPro on their head all the time and does yeah. the videos of what it's like from their perspective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like 6'4 is a good height. Yeah. How how tall is our uncle? Is he shorter than our dad or taller than our dad? I think he's the same dad? height. Dad's just shrunk, so he looks yeah, taller he's not, now. Yeah, he's not 6'4 anymore. No, he's probably 6'2". Yeah, probably. Our uncle's still taller. He's taller than him now. Yeah. Because I don't really notice that dad's any taller than me, but I do notice that my uncle's longer than, taller than me. <laughs> He's a really yes. lanky guy. Have you ever looked at him? Just looked at him? Are you asking that to me or Dylan? Yeah. Casey, have you ever just lo- looked at oh, him? Oh, yeah. Yes. He's just he's kind of weird. Have you ever? He's <laughs> kind of odd-shaped. Have you ever hugged the guy? Yeah, it's like nothing but glimpse. A little nothing tree. but glimpse. It's <laughs> like, yeah, the whole everything just like he wraps. He like will wrap his arms around you, me, and his arms touch his shoulders, and it's like, whoa, dude! Like Slenderman walking around. <laughs> yes, which. Because he's so skinny and lanky, he looks even taller. Mm-hmm. Does he have, like, the ape index arms where, like, his arms are even longer than he is tall? They're long. I don't know if they're that long. 
That's you should. A, you should. You should when you're it. at work, you should measure his arms. <laughs> I'm sure he's done that. He's into weird things, like that. <laughs> like knowing that yeah, that weird. knowledge. <laughs> yes. Um, but he's the only uncle that's like that. All the other ones are short. Yeah, that's true. Our dad and him are the only ones that are tall, and our aunt, one aunt. The other aunt is his twin and is five foot five one. Foot tall. I think she's five foot tall. I think she claims she's five foot one, so we'll give that to her. <laughs> Big difference. Big difference, five foot one. <laughs> hey, that inch means everything, man. I guess so. I, I should start claiming that I'm five nine instead of five eight and a half. I would. Okay, I'm five nine. <laughs> I just grew a half an inch, you guys. The things that can happen on this podcast. Miracles. <laughs> Miracles happen once in a while. And they're singing, they're singing happening. <laughs> Oh, do you have anything to add, Dylan? Any questions? Any thoughts? Any comments? No, but I just mean like we need to set up another time for you to be on Isaac because this is fun. Oh yeah. Oh, one thing I wanted to talk about is how we. Um. Oh, I lost the thought. Oh no! Come back deal, to me. How we deal with things? Yo, yeah. And in in that area, the same area, um, how we like uh, work out our problems mm. with each other, how we argue, basically. Mm-hmm. How we deal with things is very different, but I think we kind of mentioned that like you're quiet, I'm loud. Um, <clears throat> the way we deal with arguments is we argue. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And everybody else is always very uncomfortable. Um, which ask yourself why you're uncomfortable because it has no, it has no, nothing to do with the other people. It has everything to do with us. We've been this way since we were little. Um, we cannot calmly come to a, a resolution ever. We can, it's just at the end. After yeah, the yeah but like, oh yes, we come to a, a resolution, but not calmly, ever. Mm-hmm. Um, would you like to expand on that, Isaac? <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to make me... <laughs> um, no, yeah, I don't know. We, we do definitely deal with things different. Um, but with each other, we deal with things in the same way which is by arguing yeah but in like our own lives i feel like i how i deal with something is i'm not very well i guess i'll experience this so like in my in my job a guy i worked with a couple months ago he was very like he would come across a problem and just like freak out and it would be the end of the world if it didn't get fixed. But most of the time, the problem that had came to him had already came to me and 
it was already pretty much fixed. It was just going to take like a couple of days for it to be resolved. So I'm very like, okay, here's the problem. This is how we fix it. We can't do anything about it. We can't, why, why worry about something that is out of my control? And that's how I feel like I deal with things a lot. If it isn't my control, then I'm, you know, whatever. It just depends on the problem. But things that are out of my control, yeah, you, I just feel like I have to, I don't know. I feel like I'm really good at problem solving, but I just, I try not to let it affect me when it's not out of my control. And you're really good at, you are good at letting the things you can't control go. You just let them go. And I am so envious of that in you because I can't. I, it takes a lot for me to let something go. Um, I like, I'm a control freak. Isaac is not. Yep, I don't care. And that's part of your, yeah, your don't care attitude (laughs) that I wish I had in some instances of my life. Um, And part of that is being, like, I feel things so deeply. It's always there right at the surface. And, And being an empath, I feel other things deeply from other people. And you're not that way. And so a lot of our issues stem from that of me, like, getting a certain feeling from you and you fighting to the death to tell me, no, you are wrong. And I'm like, I don't care. I felt this way. Could you just apologize because you made me feel this way? Well, if I agreed with you, then we'd both be wrong. (laughs) No, 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 no. I would like to point out that everyone's feelings are real to them. It's their own reality. (laughs) it's not the correct reality i guess (laughs) no you are wrong (laughs) sir i guess we're gonna have we're gonna knock down drag out on this no (laughs) no i don't know i think that's where we have a lot of issues when we argue is because i don't i can't understand why like not being rude but like why you are the way you are yeah, or like why I my I don't understand why you're feeling a certain why way. My why my brain? On. Why my brain works the way it does? Yeah, like I don't understand that because mine just works differently. See, and I don't understand how your brain works, and it's they are yeah wired completely differently. Yeah, but I like... also love that about us. Isaac clearly yeah. doesn't, but I do. no i yeah i just don't i would like to understand but i just can't in my mind i can't i just can't i don't know why i think if you actually took the time to to really learn about some things i'm going through like and and some issues i go through i think you would understand why i am the way i am Mm mm-hmm um, cause that too, sometimes you just gotta want to Isaac. And sometimes you don't, I mean, That's with true. everyone, if you wanted to, I think you would understand me. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel like that's why you, um, can hold on to things so long is because that you want to. Like, you hold on to other people's emotions. Yeah. That's what I've noticed a lot. And I 
I don't want to. And I for have like forced myself. That's how I learned to not do it. And I feel like I'm also like that because of all the things that you have gone through. Seeing how you have to hold on to held on to other people's emotions. And I have tried to not become me. <clears throat> well, not like that, but like <laughs> I've tried to not end up that way. Like I try to not let the other people's emotions affect me and let them hold on in my mind. Right. I I think it comes with not necessarily holding on other people's emotions. I just care so deeply about other people. I I I care how what they fe- are feeling, what they're going through. I care what they think of me, which like I mentioned, I'm working on that in therapy. <laughs> but <clears throat> I care so deeply about other people to the point I take it on to myself. And it is exhausting doing that. And I don't know, that's the way I'm wired. And I try to do things to help. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I do think it has gotten better. Mm-hmm. I think it has. It's a, it's a constant battle to work on it. But I do think it's gotten a lot better. And I think you've gotten better. Like, we haven't had a disagreement in over a year, probably. Yeah. It's been a while. Um, we've learned our boundaries with each other, I think, too. Like, you need space from me. I need space from you. We, And I think the pandemic has been good for that. And also not because we didn't get to see each other as much. But um, also, that was a good thing on some level. Yeah. And I think one of the differences between you and me is like you say that you care very deeply, but I also do care very deeply. But like I talked about earlier, a lot of the things that are going on with them are out of my control. So I feel like that's how I have to look at it to be able to let things go and not hold on to other people's emotions. It's like you've seen how exhausting it is for Maddie and you're like, I don't want to be that exhausted. So I'm going to not do that. Yeah, maybe so. I think what's cool about you guys is, and I I mean, seeing you from even just my small, I mean, what we've been close for five, six years, really. Yeah. That I love that as different as you guys are and like whatever you guys are going through, when one of you has something bad, like crap hits the fan in your life, the other one is right there. Like no questions asked there. And I think that's cool. I think that's like siblings right there. Like you're different. You can fight cats and dogs, but when crap goes south, you got each other's backs. Yeah, is he's always I mean, we we live in the same town. Our parents moved away about 2 years ago and he's now my first call when I need somebody or help with something and he's always been that for me I if that you know sometimes there's things you don't want to tell your parents and he's always been somebody I go to and helps me through things like one the thing that because of you saying that Dylan it made me think of um, a breakup I had a couple years ago and he was the one that drove me over to his house (laughs) and was there for me during the whole thing afterward like 
you and Shim were there through everything and it was and you were texting Kate like okay she's in the house I'm watching them through the window this is going down like you were a true brother and you you are and you're my friend and I love you I don't think we would be friends if we weren't siblings probably not but I'm glad we are oh that's a bad thing we're just different people yeah that's exactly what I yeah I, I love that we have a relationship where we can talk about these things and we can talk about each other's faults and it not be some blow up thing and it end in and I love you. I love that you're my brother. <laughs> you don't have to say it back. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love you too. <laughs> I was just thinking about something, but I forgot. We'll figure it out, man. It's a it's a different subject. Okay. Well, uh, you know. Well, Isaac, I hear that you have a special intro for Maddie this week. That I do. <laughs> well, take it away, Isaac. So it's time for... Maddie to take 20 minutes and waste people's time that don't watch Bachelor. Um, but first of all, we have a listener comment. And it goes like this. <laughs> I am a huge fan of My Brain is Exploding. I listen each Monday as soon as the new episode is released. I sing the theme song in my office when I get to work. And share tidbits of what I learned with my favorite coworkers. With all that being said, I have one small suggestion for improvement. And when I say small, I actually mean large. With long flowing curls that cascade down to rippling shoulders. That's right. I'm talking about Jason Momoa. I hear he's recently single. Maddie. For the love of all things Aquaman. Could you please slip in some more comments about Mr. Momo, if we're lucky? <laughs> um, that was written by Isaac himself, so no. he's really <laughs> missing. <laughs> I mean, he's pretty hot. I'll tell you that. He is pretty hot. Well, on that note, I I'll, I'll talk about him for a second. I. I, I do realize I don't talk about him enough, and I'm sorry, Kate, that's who wrote in that comment. I will start doing that more. Um, I recently got a gift from Dylan. Do you want to tell us what it was, Dylan? Oh, no. No, no. You you do all this. Cause all this of me? Is... Yeah. Okay. I have wanted a Carhartt jacket with a hood, with the fleece in the hood, and the what it fleece inside for a couple years because Jason Momoa has one, and so Dylan recently went to a Carhartt store and she brought me back. She bought me the jacket I wanted, the color he has, everything. She's she stocked all the pictures. She went through pictures I sent her, and she put so much work into finding this jacket, and I am stoked. It looks good on you, too. 
It does. It's big and I can hide in it. It's great. So thank you, Dylan, for that lovely jacket. Uh, you were going to give it to me on the pod, but we... I was. But you were going together. to where it was even colder. So I was like, here. And I have worn it. I've, I've worn it just sitting on the couch watching TV. It's becoming a butt blanket, a comfort blanket. I like it. Good. All right. Are we doing my take now? Yeah, now I you can introduce you. it, Isaiah. I introduce you. It's time for Maddie to take 20 minutes of our lives away. <laughs> All right. So, um, let's see. Where do we start? Um, Sarah came back from her date, the one where he accused her of being, uh, that everyone was saying she was too young for him, etc. And she is not very happy. She um, goes back and she's determined to have this conversation where she's like, I'm... I'm right for him and I'm ready to get married, but she doesn't have that conversation. She just kind of calls them out. She kind of boasts their relationship to all the other girls. And that was about it. And then we go to the cocktail party the next day. Um, Everyone's pretty nervous because they want a rose because hometowns are right around the corner. Um, Clayton gives Serene a jar full of lights because of the memory she shared about her and her cousin. Um, about catching fireflies so he gives them to her says here are our fireflies so that was cute wow like that was the one that you didn't think he was paying attention very much yeah so that's i guess he was so good job art department for putting that together for him (laughs) (laughs) i'll hope he had the idea but i'm gonna guess it was a producer is sarah the one that wasn't ready to get married yeah and Serene, this this is a different person than the one he gave the. Serene is the one whose cousin, I think, died from a drug overdose. She never really said, but she alluded to it. Yikes. Um. And everybody else kind of just spends the time saying that they're all in with Clayton. They're falling in love, all of that. So then we go to the rose ceremony. Susie, Serene, Gabby, Teddy, Genevieve, Rachel, and Sarah get roses, and he sends Eliza and Mara home. Um, then they go to Vienna, Austria. Once again, how the heck are they traveling with people not real like? Well, because people don't know who they are. Oh, that's true. Because they like film it all before they release it. Then, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that so they've been sense. they've been done with filming for like three months, I think. Oh geez. Okay. So nobody knows who they are when they're traveling. Um people know who he is because he was on The Bachelorette, but I bet with masks and stuff and hats it's easy yeah. to So the first one on one goes to Susie and The date card says, falling in love with you feels like a fairy tale. Love, Clayton. So he takes her on a shopping spree. They kind of walk around town. They end up at um, Eva Polshinsky. She's Polshinsky. She's an Austrian fashion designer. They end up at her private gallery. 
and she lets um, Susie try on these designer gowns that she's made. They were all so pretty, Dylan. Yeah? Yeah, amazing. So Clayton's getting his own little uh, fashion show. Fashion show. Fashion show. Fashion show at lunch. <laughs> so <laughs> he was her hype man the whole time. Um, she gets emotional and cries, tells him she's so grateful um, for this experience. It's been so awesome. And shockingly, he doesn't take his moment and like he usually does when somebody cries and walk away. He was pretty nice and he's thankful for her and so then um, they never show when like the middle portion of the day like they show the day date and then the evening date they never show when somebody goes back like to to change for the evening date so they showed this and they just show Susie bringing in bags and bags and bags and bags of clothes that she got from the shopping spree. And everyone is so jealous. And Gabby especially. Oh, Gabby like yells into a pillow because she's so jealous. Oh jeez. Especially when they bring in this beautiful red dress. That from that designer. And she's like this was my dream date. And I wish I was on it. But too bad Gabby you weren't. <laughs> um, <laughs> then their evening date was in a huge castle um she can't wait to introduce Clayton to her family Clayton gives her a rose and tells her she's so deserving of everything coming her way so was that a foreshadowing of he's gonna pick her I don't know um and then I gotta give a shout out because they danced to Lady in Red, performed live by the guy who sings it, which I can't remember his name right now. Um, I think this is the only date that I've ever been jealous of in the history of The Bachelor. Like, Lady in Red is one of my favorite songs. Krista Berg. Thank you, Isaac. Fact checker! That's his name. So, then we go to the group date... Um, Sarah, Teddy, Genevieve, Rachel, and Gabby are on this one. Um, and they go see a, psych- a psychotherapist. So we got couples therapy. Interesting. That's a big difference of a date there. You get a fashion diner and you get to go to therapy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, because they're in the hometown of Sigmund Freud. Oh, okay. That and- makes more sense, I guess, but. And he is, I think the found. I think they say he founded psycho th- therapy psychoanalyst. Um, so they all go to her. They all have couples like counseling, and they're all nervous. Um, so in Gabby's session, she says she's. Um, she grew up with a misunderstanding of what love is, and love was conditional, especially with her mom. She always felt her mother's love could be taken away from her at any moment. So that was sad. Um, but she has a great relationship with her dad, um, and she's so grateful that with Clayton, she just gets to feel her feelings and she feels safe with him. 
just don't feel too much, Gabby, or he'll need a moment and come back five hours later when you stop crying because he can't handle that. Um, Did they talk about that in therapy? What? (laughs) Him not being able to see people cry. No? (laughs) No, Okay. Um, and But the therapist asks Clayton, do you think you'll be able to give her that constant, stable, loving relationship that she needs and he's confident that he can i am not confident that he can but whatever (laughs) um and genevieve she just can't open up she doesn't like expressing her feelings she doesn't like crying um and she tries but she just can't even really speak when she's in there and so clayton decides that this relationship cannot work when she can't talk to him about her feelings. So he sends her home. And it was just pretty- like that? Yeah. Holy ca- I mean and it was pretty mutual like she agreed if oh. but she just wasn't ready. Okay. I mean okay. if you can't talk to your your significant know. other about your emotions, I think that is Yeah, bad. no. What do you think, good- Isaac? <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, it's kind of the whole deal. That's like, I, I thought you were saying, yeah, I thought you were saying that they were still at the therapist office, and she wasn't wanting to talk to the therapist about it. Yeah, they are. So, see, that's where my brain's like, okay, therapy's pretty. I've never been, but she hasn't been able to open up to him at all. Like the whole at time. all. Okay. Yeah. There. Yeah. That I agree with then, yeah. And if it's mutual, that's even better. Like, if you already know together that that's not a good idea, then yeah. Good job. Walk away. So, um, then Rachel and Teddy have their sessions. They were pretty good. Nothing notable really happened. Um, then Sarah, that's the one that was not, everyone thinks isn't mature enough for marriage. Um, she's in the waiting room going on and on about how excited she is about this. She loves therapy so much. Um, her connection is so good with Clayton and secure. She's not worried at all. And Gabby is just giving her a death glare. Like, oh, just shut up. It was really funny. Um, she So Sarah goes into the session with Clayton. She thanks this therapist. Thank you so much for doing this therapy. It's such a big part of my life. I use it as a tool to examine my life and and make me a better person. Like, okay, Sarah, you don't need to explain the therapy to the therapist. She understands. <laughs> um, um, and that so then they kind of end it. Nothing really happened after that. And then the therapist in front of everybody tells Clayton that some of the women's feelings were not honest, and one of them was performative. And so he's like, who was that? So then at the night portion of their date, he wants to know who was being performative. And so he talks to Rachel and she tells him, Sarah has kind of been rubbing everyone's faces and how good their relationship is. Um, After Sarah's first one-on-one, she told everyone they had a deep connection and they were bonding and crying together. And Clayton was like, whoa, 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 whoa. She said that I cried. 
I, I'm shocked because that is absolutely not the truth. He did not cry. He wants that known. He did not cry. Um, and everyone kind of talks to him and everybody's feeling really manipulated by Sarah. Um, and so he goes and talks to her about it and immediately, immediately fake tears. Like you can tell because we saw her cry last episode. That was that was real. I felt real emotion from her. It didn't seem fake at all. This was complete like like that whining talk cry thing that sounds so fake. Yeah. That was happening and it was it was really annoying. Um and he's like he just immediately calls her out on it and is like you are why are you being fake? Why are you those are fake tears. You're like trying to fake cry to me. Why are you doing that? I just can't trust you. And he sends her home immediately. Wow. So, and then he goes back to the group and and is like, I can't give a group date rose out. I just don't feel ready to make the decision because these are part of the roses that are going towards the hometown dates. And... So then he goes on the one-on-one with Serene. It was fun. Nothing really significant. Um, other than she said she's falling in love with him. And he says, wow, that makes me feel so good because I know what that means. Are you sure you know what it means? Because I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> They're using that term as kind of a catch-all. Like... I'm falling in love. I'm falling in something with you. I'm falling. I think I'm falling in love with you. Like, okay, what what are you really feeling? Um, then we go to the rose ceremony. Um, so Serene and Susie already have their roses. Um, so there's only two left to give out, and he gives them to Rachel and Gabby. Teddy goes home. And I'm shocked because I thought Gabby yeah, was going to go home. I'm surprised too. So I called the the final four except Gabby. You called Gabby. So now we are in the final four and hometowns are next week. Oh my goodness. So <laughs> <laughs> Isaac's face during this has been a, an experience that I wish everybody could see. <laughs> Maybe eventually it'll be a video podcast. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. If I, Who do you think is going to win? I think that I want Susie to win. I think it's either going to be Susie or Rachel. Dylan wants Gabby to win. I mean, her crying thing on the bed over the dresses. That's not a fan of that, but <laughs> you know. Well, it's an exhausting experience. Let's give her the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, no, that's fair. And I kind of understand why there's, like, like you said, the catch-all. Because, like, it was like we were talking about um, earlier this week when we talked that. You said the thing that you think is funny about the show is that they treat it like this is a normal way to date people. Which, I mean, now, given how many series they're into... I guess it is normal in that way. It's normal to the people who like the show and 
all that. But like, it really, I was like, did the therapist also say what she thought of Clayton? Because that would have been real fun for all of the girls to know. Like, because she sat in there, watched him with each girl. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I really honestly think that he is going to end up alone. And I'm okay with that. I don't like him. I don't like the way he's acting. I think he's got a lot to work on before he becomes somebody's husband. So that was it for my boring 20 minutes. <laughs> Did you make it through, Isaac? Are you okay? Yep, I'm still here. <laughs> I, was Barely. Looking up, I was looking up research on The Bachelor. Oh, do you have anything to share with us? Um, well, so how... What are the attitudes of the final whatever? However many there are. Each one. The I'm final four. I'm going to make a, a guess on who he's going to pick and attitudes. i'm pretty sure it's gonna be right How, i need the attitude i feel like you can kind of help dylan no i because i've never seen them remember i know but just the names by the names i i mean i don't know i thought gabby was a pretty chill girl until this week which stress. Okay, i would describe gabby as very goofy she likes to joke around um she kind of she's a fan of dad jokes that's that's the one that made the tight end joke at the beginning, and I think that's when you fell in love. That's me. right. I thought it was funny. Yeah, um, she is the oldest. Gabby How old is? is she? She's thirty. Oh my gosh, so old. So she's older than him. I mean, she's the oldest of the four. He's twenty eight. She's thirty. <laughs> um, he might so, not like that. I don't know. I mean, obviously, so, likes it enough to where they're in the final four or whatever. Right. I don't know. Serene is very chill. She's she seems like she's got everything figured out. She matches know? her namesake. Yeah, she's calm. She she doesn't overreact to anything. She's very understanding. Um, she's making sure to reassure him. Rachel is the um, pilot, the flight instructor. Um, she seems pretty genuine in that she she loves him and is falling in love with him. Um, she's very kind. Um, she has a lot of insecurities. Um, and he, she's she always is telling him she needs more reassurance from him. Um, so she is pretty insecure, but she's she's genuine, it seems like, in her feelings for him. Susie, my number one girl, she's fun. She she tries to find ways to to uh, like make time for him specifically because she's not someone who sits and waits for him to come find her or um Ask her on a date. Is Susie the one that did the surprise? Met him on the tower. Yes, the note under the door. I did did like that. She she is the one I would say that's giving him the most visual reassurance, and she's also telling him, but like she's showing that she wants him. 
So Black after Jesus. that, where do you sit, Isaac? Hmm, I don't know. <laughs> I think I think you'll pick pick uh, Rachel. That's my guess. I, yeah, I think it. I'm a fifty-fifty split between Rachel and Susie. I just don't. Usually, I can tell who they're gonna pick, like without a doubt. But this time, I can't. He, he's giving too much to both of them. But he tells three of them he's in love with them. So. Hmm. I think the third one is Serene. I don't think he's in love with Gabby. Hmm. So hometowns are next, he said? Yes. I mean, Rachel's definitely going to take him home and, like, take him on a flight to, like, a beautiful spot. and It's going to be over then. Game over. <laughs> He's going to fall in love midair. Yeah. He'll be like, wow. She'll fly the banner in the back that's like, I love you. I'm going to ask you to marry me. Yeah. <laughs> Pull out all the twists. If any of that happens, Isaac, we're going to have a little party. All right. Have a little Isaac party. All right. Do you have any more thoughts? Comments on The Bachelor? Either one of you? No. Nope. I'm, I'm intrigued to see what happens. All right, so we've got one listener question for all of us. How often do people misspell your name? Can I, can I have an all-out, um, like, this Rant? is true, true confessions. No, this is true confessions. Maddie, I have to look at either like your Instagram or something that has your full name on it if I'm ever going to actually put your full name on something and Isaac I always have to remind myself is it double S's no double A's no double C's no oh crap mine gets spelled wrong every day of my life yeah me too so does mine I feel more because I know mine gets spelled but I don't care anymore that's the one thing in my life I really don't care about and I just, it, it is what it is, but. We, well, because your name is spelled in a unique way. It's not the traditional. Mine is, mine, Maddie with, I mean, Madeline is spelled traditionally, but Maddie with a Y isn't everybody's go-to. Everybody's go-to is I-E. So I constantly get that misspelled. Isaac's name is traditionally spelled like Isaac. It's a biblical name. Everybody should know how to spell it, but nobody can spell it. Even one of his grandmas can't spell it. Hey, yep. at least you two could find keychains with your names on it. It's true. I can't. It's always an IE. It's never a Y. Even like if it's full on Madeline? Nope. Oh. I've okay. never been able to find my name. Me either. And then I don't want the ones where they're like, we'll personalize it for you. And I'm like, no, it already should be. <laughs> <laughs> I always I mean, remember how to spell your name because I only know like two Dylans of my life. So I right, and they all spell them differently. Mm-hmm. Once, well, there's like five yeah. ways to spell it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are your two other ones the like I L L O N and One the Y? Of, yeah, Y L A N. Yeah. Yep. At my work, people all like tell them if you have any questions, call me back. This is my name. 
and they'll be like, oh, is that with an I or a Y? And I'm both. Yes. And then they just stand there and they're like, well, which one is it? And I was like, both. Has Let, let me just write it down. D-I-L-Y-N. Yeah. Yeah. And Isaac, I... for the record, it's I-S-A-A-C. Okay. Yep. I blame that on my dyslexia. And Madeline, I blame that one just that I suck at spelling in general. If you just remember made wine. Made wine. Made wine. Okay. It's so rare that I actually would write your full name out, though. I don't think you've ever written my full name out. No. You you hated. In fact, fun fact about Dylan. My last (laughs) boyfriend called me Madeline and Dylan hated hated it oh it was just weird because no one in your life but then i get it because like your significant other wants to have like a special nickname just for you but that was not the one but i mean that's what whatever to each their own but but red flag (laughs) (laughs) but that's not true because my dad my dad calls me Madeline. He does not call me Maddie. See, and maybe that's why I didn't like it, because it's like parents thing. Yeah. My my dad has really always called me Madeline. He calls me Madeline as well, and my mom calls me Mad. Isaac has only ever called me Maddie. Yep. And some other choice names, but we won't get into those. Isaac, so <laughs> our names our, <laughs> our names have, like, nicknames i i always want to shorten yours because that's what i do with pretty much all my friends but i'm always like is that doesn't seem like you and is it seems silly i always called him that i was gonna say because you call him that i was like so i called him that since he was little and but if anybody else calls him that he gets upset also bud my parents and I have always called him that, and he gets upset when ev- anyone else calls him that. I don't get upset. I just I don't like really it. Not like it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate buddy. I hate being called buddy. You're like, do I look like I'm three foot two again? No. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, our parents called us. Would never call our names in public when we were growing up. For fear of us getting taken because somebody would know our names. So Really? Yes. So mom and dad always <laughs> called you Bud in public. So, of course, I called you that too because I was one of the people that needed to contact you when we were out in public. <laughs> <laughs> I if don't you... know if they called me anything, though. Have you ever wanted to have a nickname, Isaac? No. No. Not really. You're, you're cool. You're like, I'm just Isaac and I'm awesome. Um, I, don't, he yeah, ha- I don't know. The, I feel like he has nicknames for, like, different people have specific nicknames for him, but nobody else can call him that. Not even the people that have nicknames. Like, like Izzy Squish is one of your nicknames and you can't stand that one. It is, yeah, it's terrible. That's probably the worst <laughs> one. That's how I feel about Dillweed. Oh, yeah. Well, that's bad. I seen that spice in the store yesterday. I I have a relative, and they think it's the funniest thing to call me that, and I'm always like, please don't. 
Because, like, dill, dill pickle, dilly. But that's, yeah, I'm kind of with you. Like, I want, yeah. But, like, when people, like, that don't know me and haven't known me since I was a kid, that, it feels weird. Yeah. And you, you don't even, you don't even call me Maddie or uh, not on the podcast, which is so weird for me when you say my name on this. Because I normally call you MJ. Yes. But I I didn't, because I didn't want people to think we were being, like, Spider-Man funny. (laughs) Where's the J from? So. Explain my nickname, (laughs) So, when we got really close at first, um, and so I I was laughing when you guys were talking about your arguments, because I'm one of those people that, like, when you guys would fight, I haven't been around you a lot, but when you would, I would be like, inside only because you guys are so loud which you're tall your voices are louder anyways and that's how you guys talk i get it now and like we're not yelling we're just really loud yeah and i loud is like one of my dumb triggers so i'm always like it's okay that's how they talk we're good they're good they're not gonna like kill each other we're good no but maddie was loud and then she would say stuff like josh from drake and josh (laughs) and so (laughs) And so I, I was like, I'm going to call you MJ. The M's for you. The J's for the Josh inside of you, which was not intended to be gross. But then it ended up being funny. So. Makes sense yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. And I love Josh Peck. So it was a, co- I was a compliment yeah. to me. And after listening to their podcast every once in a while, it is hilarious how often I'm like, that's what Maddie would say to <laughs> Especially when he's extremely sarcastic. Which is like 100% all the time. Yeah. And and I feel like I dial it a lot, a back a lot on this. Because I, I don't know. I'm just well, not quite not myself. Usually, as, I think this is the most sarcastic you've been. <laughs> and even that's not that much for this, for normal. No, for this. Yeah, like in my everyday life. It's uh, my family talks in sarcasm constantly. Isaac is one of the most sarcastic people I know. Yep. <laughs> Every day. Uh, well, we got two miscellanies. I have a question before oh. we get into that. Oh, oh yes. Go ahead. So one thing that I've experienced recently is how my attitude changes with different people, how mm-hmm. they treat me. So I was wondering how how people treat you guys, how it affects your guys' attitudes towards them. Uh, you didn't put that in the show notes, Isaac. I know, because I just thought of it. Because I, well, okay, I'll, you think about it. I'll start on how it affects me. Okay. <clears throat> so when people, I feel like my attitude reflects back on people from how they treat me like all the time if they if they treat me okay i'm whatever i'm okay with them they're nice i'm nice but as soon as they are rude or sarcastic or whatever to me that is directly how i treat them so like there's some guys that i work with that um we make fun of each other all the time and that's just how we that's how we interact and it's fine. But then you have other guys that I don't know very well. And 
they don't haven't worked there for very long. Like I've worked there for several years and they just come in and there's no respect. I'm like not saying that I deserve respect, but there's just nothing there. They're immediately rude. And that is immediately how I reflect back on them and how I treat them. And people it's been, I've been told that people don't like me for that, but all I'm doing is I re, I'm reflecting back on them, how I perceive them and how they've treated me. So I was wondering just how you guys, <clears throat> if that affects you in the same way or affects a lot of people in the same way. I don't know. Um, I think I, uh, similarly to you, I, if I feel someone is being a certain way, I do immediately give it back to them. But sometimes way worse. And lots of times it's like, like if they're rude to me, I re I have big reactions to things. And so it's like, it comes across like 10 times worse than what the person is putting out there. But what I felt they gave me was just as much as I gave back, but it really wasn't. So I end up making it worse for myself when people are, are rude or, or whatever. Um, when people are kind and I don't know, depending on if I feel they're fake in any way, for example, I shut down. I don't, I don't, I can't be, give that back to them because what I got from them was fake and I'm not a fake person. So I can't, I'm just unamused and kind of like, okay, whatever. I don't know I, if that's accurate. Oh, I'm jealous. I wish that I could do that. I just automatically try to revert to, oh crap, they're not happy. What did I do? How can I make this situation better? And I'm almost like sickeningly sweet. <laughs> you, and, you then, are. and then I go home and cry because I don't know what I did wrong. <laughs> really, I could have probably just been giving them crap back and it would have been fine. But like, I have it ingrained in me that I'm a nice girl and I try to and not that that makes you guys not nice. I that's not what I'm saying either. But like it in my sure, brain, Dylan. I swear. You're better than us. It's fine. <laughs> no. No, because like I'm thinking like you guys listening to you guys talk, I was like, oh my god, that'd be amazing. And sometimes there are certain people and I think it's kind of like along what you were saying, Maddie, where like and what you said too, Isaac, where they just come in, they don't know you, and they treat you a certain way, and your brain just is like, it's like, fine, okay. So then I'm like, polite, like, curt polite, to where I'll be like, oh, yeah, how are you? Do you have a good day? Okay, goodbye. I don't want to talk to you anymore. And I just shut down, and I like, I tell Calvin all the time that I just pretend to be him, and I suddenly am really quiet. But then the people who are nice to me are like, oh, you're not as chatty today. Like, what's wrong? And I'm like, nothing it's fine because I'm like I don't want to throw any shade I don't want to and then I get around people that I know and I'm like what's wrong with that person <laughs> yeah so I wish I could just do it then sometimes because that'd probably make it a lot easier I I wish that I could be as nice as you to people sometimes that are so rude like I think that comes from food service being in that industry where your livelihood literally depends on you being nice, even when people are. I want bubbly water. No ice. 
<gasps> you put ice in my water. Can you not even listen? <laughs> and I'm like, this isn't for you. This is for the person next to you that ordered it like that. But that's okay. Yeah. And maybe because it's just because I'm com- a confrontational person, but I don't really feel like I am. But like, like I mentioned before, like they, people will come into like my work, they just got hired and they're clearly lazy or they're not very good at what they do and they don't care. And I'm like, oh, I take that. And I'm like, okay, well, this is how I perceive you. So I'm going to let you know, hey, yeah, you are lazy and I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not going to let up. Like, this is how you are. Right. This is how you're reflecting on everyone and we're not going to put up with it because we don't have time. We don't, it's not, that's not what we're in the business of doing is dragging people along. And maybe that's just, I don't know. Maybe that's just how I've learned from my, where I, I work, but that's our parents too. Like uh, we've talked about this before that our parents raised us all with really good work ethic, work ethic. So, like, I think especially when it comes to work, that's where I get a little more impatient with people because I'm like, okay, like, let's let's do this. But where you're like, I'm going to tell you what's what, I'm like, I'm going to just work twice as hard because we just had a 13-minute conversation about nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't think you're confrontational either. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I am. I, you know what? I kind of agree that you are confrontational, which is funny because you're. I don't feel very, like I'm comp. I don't feel like I'm. You're not afraid to tell exactly. people how it is. I'm not afraid to be confrontational. Yeah. Because like there's this one guy where, I mean, he just doesn't think that we like. I work with two guys pretty closely every day on the roofs and the one of the guys that stays back is he doesn't think we do anything he doesn't think that we we're very good at what we do but yet i've let we've all let him know that well we're good enough at what we do to where we have to come back and help what you do so how good are we how good are we really and maybe that's just how i i reflect back on people because that's how they've treated me in the past I'm mentally logging to never screw Isaac over. <laughs> and if I ever have, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's But it's not like that with people I know. Because it's different when there's people that you know that say something and it, versus a new person comes in and just thinks they know you and <clears throat> treat you a certain way, think they can treat you a certain way. But it's not right. Those are just rude people. <laughs> I'll okay. You can edit this out, Maddie, but all all I can think of is in the IT crowd when Roy says people. What a bunch of bastards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True. I'm not gonna edit that out. Okay. I like it. it I'm fine. I'm I'm fine with it if you are. Yeah, I am. It's my mother. Mom, you know I'm quoting, <laughs> so there we go. um great question isaac Mm -hmm. (laughs) do you you have any other questions (laughs) 
No, no, I don't know. I just feel like I'm like that with a lot of people where they'll perceive me a certain way, but it's the wrong way. It's not what I actually am. And have you ever had it switch like where like for whatever reason that day they came in and they were like nice to you that day for whatever reason and had it like change and then you got to know them a little better and it got better or is it just kind of the first time you meet someone that's where it stays well i mean everyone always says the first impressions are you know that's how you perceive someone and that's the attitude that they most likely have all the time is how they when you first meet them so I feel like it hasn't really changed that much with <clears throat> with certain people. I mean, some people just are the way that they are, and you can't change them, even though it might be better if they were to just not work at your place of work anymore. But <laughs> uh, like going back to where, you know, I said that I, I don't let things that affect me that I can't control. I mean, I can't control if people still work with me. I can't control who works with me. So a lot of times I just have to deal with it and I can't, I can't fix it, but I don't know. Can I just say one of the greatest things about you, Isaac, is that you really don't talk negatively about people. You give people the benefit of the doubt real like easily unless it's just like you just can't ignore that they're acting a certain way that's when you say something that's how i know when you really when that person really is the way they are is when you finally are like (laughs) oh i can't stand this person Mm -hmm. or whatever it is because you really do try to give people the benefit of the doubt that's awesome i don't (laughs) yeah i wish i did it more (laughs) Okay, we is it time for Miscellany Dylan? Yes, I oh this first one is fantastic. Uh to the mustache on my upper lip. Please stop poking my nose or there will be consequences. <laughs> like being shaved off. Yeah, it was. Quickly after that, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, there will be consequences. consequences. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the second one, I was trying to figure out, I was like, obviously somebody that knows you. So I was like, hmm. but it says, I remember Maddie and Isaac dancing and lip syncing to Proud Mary by Ike and Tina Turner. That's all. <laughs> Good times. Um, can I, can we get a rendition of that or no, nope, never, okay. it will never, ever happen again. I'm okay. Yep. I'm going to have to Google it because why won't it never happen again, Isaac? I... Because it was so awesome, it can't recreate be it. You can't recreate it. <laughs> How old it, were you guys? Um, I don't know. It was about six years ago. So, sixteen. I was twenty-eight or twenty-two. <laughs> Whoa! <I'm... laughs> Whoa. <A> time traveler. <laughs> a couple months ago. <laughs> I was twenty-two. <laughs> it was a baby shower, and it was the. It was the littest baby shower. Right, I was like, It was great. It was the best baby shower I've ever gone to. Mm-hmm. You don't sound convinced, but it was. Baby I only shower, remember that part of it, so. 
I was gonna say, have you been to other baby showers no. too that like held a candle to this? That was probably the last baby shower I've been to. Last and first. I like that they had lip syncing at a baby shower. Yeah, they had a lip syncing battle. Um, and Isaac, it was shocking to me and everyone else. Um, Isaac pulled me aside and it was like, we have to, it was his idea. We have to do this. And it's important to mention that I was Ike and Isaac was Tina Turner. Oh, heck yes. Um, is there video footage of this and can someone send it to me? I don't think so. Oh, maybe, but I don't think so. I don't have any. We made one pregnant lady very happy that day. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's awesome. I was like, the most exciting baby shower I'd ever been to was one where they had a, a obstacle course. It was a Jack and Jill baby shower. So they had, like this one, it sounds like they had all mm-hmm. the guys too. And um, they had an obstacle course with a Barbie Jeep, a Ken doll and a the Barbie that was pregnant, like the stomach magnetized to her belly and had a little baby inside. And the, the dads had to drive the Barbie Jeep to get to the hospital. And it was like, there was like little mountains and the pregnant Barbie kept falling out and the dad would run over, put the baby back in, magnetize the belly <laughs> back on, put it back in. It was great. It was a good time. It's fun. But that sounds like a fun one. I'm sad I missed this one. <clears throat> it was fun. There oh. were it was great food. There were egg rolls. It it was a great baby shower. But everybody I actually forget I keep I always forget we did that. Yeah. I, I forgot until I seen the notes. <laughs> <laughs> but people people talk about that a lot. Like and specifically the person that wrote in the to miscellany she talks about it all the time and i well not all the time but she does bring it up every once in a while and anytime there was a a lip sync battle after that she's like can you guys do it again (laughs) nope 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 no more just once never again maddie and isaac the one hit wonder a true brother sister moment that is is one of my favorites when i remember Because it really, like, people did not see. It was funny because nobody saw that coming from Isaac because he is so quiet. But he's well, so great. That's why it was fantastic. <laughs> I tell you, the quiet ones, they tell the best jokes. <laughs> give you the best memories. Oh, guys, this has been fun. Isaac, mm-hmm. definitely come back. Oh, yeah. I want to learn more about you. I feel like I learned so much. Oh, <laughs> uh, Maddie, thanks for potting with me. Thank you. Music is by Sidecar Mir. Editing is done by us, but really just Maddie because she's amazing. Thanks for listening, and we will see you guys next week. And Momo, if you're listening, how you doing? My brain is exploding as dumb. Dillion minutes have had the fun. We'll come back next time, share some more. My job is to sing this song and let you know it's time to move on. If you want to hear more, please hit subscribe. That's it for this outro song. Please watch your step and mind.
every Monday.